Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Josefa Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome. Get Paid for Your Pets, episode 89, and today I have a guest from Canada on the show. Her name is Cynthia, and I think it's very, very cold in Canada right now. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's about minus 15, Jasper, and uh, in Fahrenheit, I think it's 7. Um, so, And this is spring. This We've seen worse, so I'm looking forward to summer at this point. I can imagine, yeah. I know what the cold uh, is like because I used to live in Chicago and the winters in Chicago are, I think, are fairly similar to what they are in Canada. Yeah, well, they're long and terrible. <laughs> what do you, I wonder, because, you know, when I was living in Chicago, I, I used to uh, work, so I would just go to the office every day and then in the weekends, I just uh, stay at home most of the time or take a taxi to a restaurant. But what do you, what do you do during the winter? Well, we're lucky because we, I live in uh, Mont-Tremblant, which is an intra-West company. Intra-West uh, creates wonderful uh, resort towns, and we have uh, Mont-Tremblant Ski Resort. So we have an amazing, huge mountain here, one of the biggest, I think, in Northeast America. And so I live 10 minutes away from amazing snowboarding. Okay. And beautiful landscape. Uh, we can, uh, you know, all kinds of winter activities. We even dog sled this year for the first time. So that's pretty fun, okay. I guess. That's, yeah. that's, that's great. You know, I went yeah. skiing in Canada once, and uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a great experience because I, I broke my wrist on the first day. <laughs> That happens to a lot of people. Uh, unfortunately, people just come here and go for it, and then they end up at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what happened to me uh, last year, actually, in the, in Whistler. Um, it was uh, it was kind of uh, it's kind of unfortunate because the the week after I was in Whistler, I was supposed to go skiing with my family in France. So mm. I ended up missing two weeks of, of skiing. Oh, <laughs> your life sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even with a broken wrist, I don't, uh, I don't feel bad for you. No, I mean, I still had a good time uh, in, in Whistler, actually, because there's, there's some other stuff to do as well, and it's a pretty fun, uh, pretty fun place to be. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I haven't uh, really been skiing since, but... I still want to go skiing in, in North America, whether it be in Canada or in the US. You know, I've skied a lot in the French Alps and the Swiss and the Austrian Alps. But oh. I, uh, so hopefully in the future, I'll, uh, I'll have more luck next time. Well, I have a great Airbnb rental that you can use if you come here. <laughs> oh, really? Well, that's, that's good news because yeah, we're, I have an Airbnb uh, hosting podcast, so maybe we can talk about your Airbnb listing. 
good. <laughs> so I'm looking at your listing right now, and the, you know the, the first picture that you have is uh, is really an amazing picture, and um, you know it's it's overlooking a lake. There's it's it's at the sunset, so it, it looks it looks beautiful, and you know I've I've been reviewing a lot of listings for my uh, the, this Fiverr service that I have, and. Yeah, I noticed that uh, a lot of people take really cool pictures, but then they forget to put their best picture first. And oh. you know, this is definitely something that you did really well because you know, you look at the first picture, and and I literally just want to be there. Yeah, I just want to oh. step into a teleport and and transform myself right to that lake. You know, <laughs> drink a glass of uh, of wine and, and watch that sunset. So definitely did a good job there. But uh, yeah, tell us uh, how did you get started with Airbnb? Well, it's circumstances. I mean, living in a small town, it's it's still a resort town, but uh, not many population here. So um, being a, a graphic designer, I've always been an entrepreneur, lots of ideas, very passionate about things. But living in a small town, um, as we were visiting around, I felt like there could be a lack of opportunity and creativity for my own um, interest and then I I thought that maybe I could you know gain money and be an entrepreneur and be creative by having this type of business so I kind of made it happen because of the circumstances that there isn't many great jobs around here or much opportunity either so uh, I made my own uh, made my own job pretty much very cool, very cool. And that's great uh, about Airbnb, how it empowers people to, you know, to, to sort of live the lives that they want. And, mm -hmm. um, and you're, I guess you're, you're a good example of that. So did you, did you use Airbnb before you started hosting as a traveler as well? Or? Actually, no, I haven't. But I was in the tourism industry. I lived in nine years in Costa Rica and the Pacific Ocean. So... It's like uh, I was trained to cater to tourists. I was trained to know what tourists like. Uh, I lived in the in the tourist industry for all those years, and uh, I felt very comfortable um, starting this business. Even if we weren't doing Airbnb, uh, we still did rentals and we sold real estate over there. So uh, I'm used to uh, getting people at the airport emailing them, making sure they're fine, uh, making sure they know what to do. So all this was already a pattern in my life, and it just uh, felt natural to start Airbnb here. Very cool. And, and so tell us uh, a little bit more about your listing. Well, I, um, I have this super cute uh, Canadian 1940s uh, cabin. So it's super rustic, and a lot of people imagine that in Canada we live this way. Um, uh, next to next to my listing is my house. So on my property, I have two uh, two houses, but the original owners from the 1940s left their beautiful cabin on my property, and uh, it hadn't. It was authentic when we just came into Montremblant. The cabin was all brown and it was just 1940s, kind of abandoned almost. 
And I saw the potential. I was like, okay, I can make this cute. I can make this, uh, you know, happen through Airbnb. And so we renovated all last summer and made it uh, made it to my taste. And as soon as we opened, uh, you know, we opened the lines. We open. We put it on Airbnb. It's been a. It's been an instant success because I think it has the charm of the cabin and so the French people from France they imagined this as being a typical Canadian experience so the I have a lot of French from France and people that want to live uh, the Canadian experience coming here okay that's that's great and you know I think um, you know you're obviously doing very well with your listing I see I see uh, lots of like lots of really good reviews um, as it's like five stars all over the all over the board across the board, um, but one thing that uh, that I think is is really good what you do is is, is your, the way you position your listing. So your title is Yogi Lake Cabin Retreat with Massage. So mm -hmm. I know you also uh, you offer some extra services to your to your guests as well, which you know I'd love to talk about that uh, as well. But first, I wanted to to mention. Um, you know the the way you position your your listing because I look at the pictures and I, I see yoga, I see health, I see you know I see gluten free products, um, I see organic breakfast, and mm -hmm. so it seems like you're you're really targeting a specific audience with your listing. Mm -hmm. Well, I created something I would like to go to. Uh, so uh, all these things that you see is something that I would like people to offer me and uh, it's because if you uh, a lot of people are on the health <clears throat> the health boat right now but if you'd like to go for a retreat a health retreat you have to spend insane amount of money for one weekend so I was trying to offer the same rejuvenating restorative uh, qualities as a re retreat um, but in a private, beautiful setting. So what I do is just um, let them be in their cabin, and if they would like, I come in and I offer services as well. Mm -hmm. and, and what kind of services do you offer? Yeah, I'm a massage therapist and a yoga teacher, so it was easy for me to offer these things. Mm -hmm. And we are a vegetarian here, and I do have all the food that I offer, because I offer a menu in my uh, cabin, is food that I have in my house anyway. So it was kind of just um, offering everything that I already have to my guests. Mm -hmm. So you, you cook for your guests. You Do you do like a full menu, like a breakfast, lunch, dinner? Um, breakfast is always included. I think that that should be in, you know, Airbnb should always have at least the first breakfast included, but I do market it. So uh, it is visible in my pictures and my text on Airbnb that people don't have to worry about their first breakfast. So I offer Starbucks coffee, a choice of continental or organic uh, breakfast, uh, like yogurt and fruit. And uh, so this, they love that. They love that aspect that I, when they come in, the breakfast is already in the fridge, you know, the croissants are already on the counter 
and everything's there. So if they just want to chill and go to the restaurant on the first night, they don't even have to visit uh, the grocery store until the next day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. And your, your, your place is very affordable. I, I'm, I'm looking at your prices. Because how many people can you host in the cabin? Well, most of the time it's couples because uh, it, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, the stairs. You see the stairs. It's not really a, a place for older guests or younger uh, kids. So I have a lot of couples, but I, do, I, I am able to host four adults at a time, four to five adults. Four to five adults. Yeah, yeah. and that's, uh, and you're charging well. I mean, I'm looking at your prices in euros because I'm on the, it automatically converts it to euros for me. But it says 63 euros, which is, you know, Very cheap. that's like 75 dollar, US dollars, which, mm. uh, you know, it's, I don't know how many Canadian it's dollars on, that yeah, is. Yeah, in, in the, I charge $110 Canadian uh, for the weekend, which is probably 80 something dollars American. But my strategy is uh, that I do sell, I do massage and yoga. So that's pretty much where uh, I get the extra profit. Right. So I want to encourage people to come, and I'm fully booked all the time, 100% almost. Mm -hmm. But uh, what's nice is that uh, while I do get to connect with people around the world, which I am really grateful for because I love it, mm -hmm. and also I get to uh, offer massages and uh, yoga, which is my salary. So that's nice. Interesting, yeah. And, and a lot of people take advantage of those services? Um. More and more, uh, I think people in the beginning were kind of shy or didn't know. But the more I get uh, reviews with uh, people saying how great it is and how massage is on my, you know, the more the more people do it, the more people are ordering it. So I do get almost every guest uh, uses the services okay. now. Okay. In the beginning, it was slow, but mm -hmm. more and more now. Okay, and that uh, that allows you to to make your make your listing very affordable, right? Because if, mm -hmm. if you have five guests, that's uh, you know just over twenty Canadian dollars per person. That seems, I know. seems like a steal. I do charge uh, more after two guests. I do charge. Uh, I think it's ten dollars extra per night per person. Okay. Just right. to so I because the breakfast and all that uh, and washing the sheets is. Uh, so yeah. I do charge more after two two guests. Yeah, cause, yeah. yeah, especially especially if you include breakfast. I didn't even really I, I didn't even think about the breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but including the breakfast, it's uh, it's even the uh, even better deal. Well, so awesome. Can so, I uh, let you in on the secret? My secret is that uh, the cabin is I don't pay um, I don't pay uh, monthly fees on the cabin because it's on my property. So. Uh, I don't have many expenses except electricity for the cabin. So for me, it's it's worth it. And, you know, I'm scared that if I'm charging more, people will be more, expect more, and I don't want that pressure too much. You know, at the price that it is, you see how grateful the clients are. It's amazing. So, And I do I do like to provide for people that wouldn't have the money to go to special retreats, I do like to offer to this population 
the opportunity to come in a beautiful place by the lake and relax because around here uh, per night is about $200 a night. Not everybody can go for a full week on vacation at $200 a night. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And, um, you know, scrolling through your listing and I noticed that uh, you're, doing, uh, you're doing a really good job. I'm see, I see you're replying to all the reviews. And, um, you know, like I said, I've been reviewing a lot of listings for people. And one thing that I noticed is, is that almost nobody replies to reviews. I'm really like, I'm so grateful. And I try to connect with every client. And uh, I really want to make a difference in their life. And they know it and they feel it. And I feel like I do connect with my clients in a special way. And also because of the services I offer, it's kind of intimate. Yoga and massage is an intimate experience. And uh, so I feel like I, I, I want to reply to their beautiful reviews because I am very grateful for, for the whole thing. Awesome. Well, yeah, by the way, you haven't responded to the latest review yet. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot one, huh? It was yeah. probably yesterday, Jasper. Come on, give me a break. Ra Rachel, it's a very long review as well, and it's, it's, a, it's a really cool review. You know what? Let me, let me read the review so that people can get an impression of uh, what it's like to be at your, at your place. So this review is by Rachel, and I think she came with her boyfriend. So this, the review reads as follows. My boyfriend and I had a great few days at Coquette. And Coquette is the name of your cabin, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The cabin is cozy, clean, and beautifully, but simply decorated. We loved the wood stove and the many windows let in lots of natural light and allow you to look out over the lake and watch the beautiful sunsets. While the property itself is quiet and secluded, it's only 10 to 15 minutes from shopping, restaurants, and our favorites, Mont Treblanc, Mont Tremblant. Mont Tremblant mm -hmm. and, and the Scandinavian Spa. Mm -hmm. Cynthia was an amazing host. She was warm, welcoming, and readily available, but was also very respectful of her privacy. She's also a great yoga teacher, and I would definitely recommend taking one of her classes. Overall, we really did not want to leave at the end of our trip, and we hope to return next time we are in the area. Thank you for your generosity and great vibes, Cynthia. Smiley face. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a pretty awesome review, you know. And it, uh, this reminds me, you know, um, a lot of people, a lot of Airbnb hosts are are really great hosts, but they're not really good at at selling themselves, right? If you, I've had so many people, you know, so many hosts that I've that I've helped. And I look at the listing and I, and I talk to them and I, I, I can tell they're really good hosts, you know, but then their listing just doesn't communicate that. And what I usually tell people is to go through their reviews for inspiration, right? Because literally this review, you, you can take half of that review and just literally put it in your description, right? Because mm -hmm. you know, uh, it, it just sounds like really attractive it sounds you know it's really uh it goes right well to written. the point yeah yeah it's really well written so mm -hmm. it's funny sometimes I, I look at a listing and then the, the description is very boring and factual you know it says oh we have a house with two bedrooms and the kitchen and, and blah 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 it doesn't sound very appealing and then i look at the reviews and then it's like 
five-star reviews. People write whole stories about how amazing it is, you know, and then, and then the host asked me, well, how do I write a good description? And I, <laughs> it's all there. I'm like, dude, just look at the reviews. You can literally you copy paste some of the reviews and, and there you go. Yeah, that's true. It's, and I, it's unbelievable if, uh, like, I can't even believe it. The people are so generous, but I cater to yogis and yogis are very grateful. So if you look at my reviews, they're pretty much all long and full of joy and really nice vibes. It's uh, I'm yeah. lucky. I have a great clientele too. But yeah. that's also a result of, of your strategy. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's very smart because if you think about it, like Airbnb, in a way, it's, it's a business, it's a product, right? That you're trying to, that you market to a specific audience. And the way you market it is by, you know, by, by communicating the best aspects of your listing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's also how businesses work. You know, you define what's your unique selling point. Why should people buy your product? And then mm -hmm. you, you figure out, you know, who are the people that are, would be interested in my product? And so mm -hmm. what you're doing is, you know, you're really targeting the, the health, the yoga sort of community. And so, you know, by targeting those people, by making it very clear what mm -hmm. type of people would love your place most, you know, that naturally attracts those people. And yeah. so, you know, it becomes kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I, and I would say to your listeners, like, if you if there's too many listings in your area, it's very easy to find some. Even if you're not a massage therapist or a yogi, or you can you know cater to you find some uh, you find something you'd like to cater to. It's very easy to offer. Like even if I wasn't a yoga teacher, I could still call my cabin Yogi Lake Yogi Lake Cabin and. Um, hire somebody to come in the cabin it would be very easy it's just like figuring out what people are looking for and who can help you provide it yeah absolutely yes it's a uh, it's you stand out when you target a specific crowd and mm -hmm. and you know it's um I, I had a question from this other airbnb host the other day and i was telling this person the same thing i was saying you, you know you should you should put something specific in your title you should Really think about what is the best aspect of your listing, and communicate that. And also think about you know what's who who would stay at your place. Like what well, what's the best fit you know, in terms of demographics or in terms of interest. And then <clears throat> that person told me, he said, well, if I if I target that specific audience, I'm worried that I'm not gonna gonna get a, enough guests. I'm worried that all the all the people that don't have that specific interest or don't fit that 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 specific um, target audience that they won't be interested in my listing anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I understand the point, but the thing is, it's not like you're only getting yogis. I think you, you know, no. your, your place is still attractive for other people as well. Oh yeah, for right? sure. So, yeah. so, um, but by targeting a specific audience, like you're, you're almost guaranteed if, if somebody's really interested in yoga, and, and looks at listings in your area, you're, you know, you're almost guaranteed to, to get those people. And then you still yeah. can get other people as well. But, yeah. by, but by, you know, by being, uh, by positioning yourself that way, you're just standing out from the crowd. I think, yes, I think that's uh, mainly it is because uh, even if people are not yogis, 
because it's different than all the other listing in the area, they will still click on my listing because they'll be curious at the least. And then once they get into my listing, well, they see the lake, they see the nana. So I think it's just a plus to target at least a little bit. And it could be as easy as artistic loft, you know, and then you put a big painting in your in your uh, yeah. living room and uh, there you go and you show that painting and you put a little splashes of color in your place boom you have all the artists you know that at least will click on your listing and go see it absolutely yep. that's a very good point yeah mm -hmm. awesome so tell us a little bit about your experiences like it seems like you've had very good experiences uh, with um with your guests so far has anything any ever gone wrong but there is some people and that uh, don't communicate well or some people that come only for the price. Since I have a low price, some people don't even look at the listing. They come here for skiing and they, they don't really care to, uh, to meet me or to... They don't even care about the place, they just care about the price. And that's disappointing. And the, that's, it's only disappointing for me. And there is some accidents with maybe the fire stove. Is uh, Some people never use the fire stove, so we've had some issues sometimes. But I would say that 95% of, maybe 97% is amazing. And then, you know, 3% can be a bit more difficult. But all in all, it's been absolutely amazing experience. And did you... What did you learn during your Airbnb experience so far? Like, are there any things that you do different now than than um, the way you did them in the beginning? Um, the thing about the the reviews is that people have expectations now. In the beginning, there was no expectations, so the reviews actually I can see that people have uh, demands now. Um, they expect certain service, so now I have to keep keep it going to not disappoint. Uh, so I, I did put myself into a position where I'm addicted to the five stars now. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, and from the beginning, no, I think I, I had a plan. I had a strategy uh, planned and I haven't changed too much. I mean, um, no, I... I keep it the same way. I make sure that people come in and have a great first impression. That's my most important thing is the first impression. Uh, like when you meet another human being, the first five seconds are important. And um, I think I focus more and more on that first five seconds. So when the people come in the place, there's a beautiful smell. There's a fire going. It's, you know, like impeccable. I make sure that uh, yeah, those that first impression is is the best, and I think from then on, I think you're good. So yes, I've been focusing more on uh, the way they come in the parking, making sure they they have no questioning that there's no stress when they come into the place, uh, that uh, they're fully um informed about everything is probably what i am always working on is first impression that's that's great advice i like that a lot i think uh i think even 
even uh, even before the guests arrive, you know, the just the communication with the guests mm -hmm. before they arrive, I think is a, is a, is also very important. You know, um, it's, it's something that I've been focusing more actually recently um, to to really make it a point to uh, to communicate with them, give them multiple ways to contact you, to ask some questions, to just show a little bit of interest, and all, you know that way you can find out a little bit more about your guests as well, which. It also allows you to accommodate them better. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I th I think it's important that it comes from a genuine place. Mm -hmm. I know it's harder for you. Like let's say I I I see them and I meet them, but I can't imagine that if you're remote, uh, you don't. It's hard to be genuine and to want to meet people and all that. But for me. Um, I try to make every email personal. I try not to uh, use uh, formal, uh, you know, pre pre written uh, emails all the time. Of course, I have a bank of emails that I use, mm -hmm. but I always try to personalize every communication so that the person knows that uh, they're important to me. Awesome, that's great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your uh, your story on uh, on this podcast. Um, I uh, if if I'm around, like I would definitely come, come uh, to check it out, and um, you know maybe go skiing. Uh, mm -hmm. Summer is great too. We have paddle boards, canoes, and you know it's a great time on the lake as well. Okay. So That's mm -hmm. awesome. Awesome. So thanks, uh, thanks a lot, Cynthia, for for being on the show. And uh, Thank you. before yes. before I'll wrap this up, I wanted to mention two things. First of all, um, me and Josefa, we, we, we are working very hard right now on the second version of Get Paid for Your Pad. So we, we initially launched the book in August 2014, so that's over a year and a half ago. And, and since then, uh, quite a few things changed. You know, Airbnb keeps coming up with new functionality. Um, the rules, regulations have changed in a lot of places. and. And obviously, by doing this podcast, you know this is now the 89th episode. So I've talked to so many hosts, and you know, I've learned a lot about Airbnb hosting since I published the book. So you know, we decided to to launch in the next version, and I'm really excited about it because we we're almost going to double the content in the book. So it's uh, there's there's really going to be a lot of new information in the book. And we're not sure exactly when we're going to launch it because we want to make sure it's it's completely done. It's we're taking a very perfectionist stance toward this now. So, uh, but it it, uh, it probably will be in uh, in in three or four, maybe five weeks. So, I just want to uh, let everybody know to keep an eye out for that. And I'll, of course, if you're uh, if you're on the, my email list, uh, which you can sign up for at getpaidforyourpet.com, then you'll obviously obviously get uh, we'll get some emails with some some updates and. We're, uh, we're also going to do a promotion um, the first uh, week that the new version will be live. So it'll probably be for sale for just a couple of dollars. Um, talking about my email list, and one more thing that I want to mention because I actually recently hired a business coach because I, uh, you know, I've been I've been doing this this Airbnb stuff, you know, the podcast. I've been doing uh, you know the the book, the, vi uh, the video course. I, I do some personal consulting as well. And I decided to uh, to really focus on it uh, from a business perspective. So I hired this business coach, and one of the first things he told me was to uh, that I should promote my my products more to my list. And I've 
you know, I've, I've never really done this very, very much. I've sent out occasional emails, but most of the emails that I send are, are just meant to, you know, just to, to help people and just like random things that I, uh, that I come up with. But my business coach told me to send out a, uh, a sort of like a sales sequence is what I call to sell my video course. And, um, so I kind of just followed his lead. Uh, I, I don't have any experience with uh, online marketing, uh, really. So it was kind of new to me. But uh, it was an it was a really interesting experience because on the one hand, it was it was a great success. Like a lot of people joined uh, my video course on, on Udemy. Uh, I've got lots of new students and, uh, you know, I've already gotten a lot of messages from from the students as well that they really enjoyed the course and they're, they've already made improvement and saw their results improve. But on the other hand, I also got a lot of negative reactions. <laughs> and I think, I think it's because, uh, uh, you know, the, I, I guess the, 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 the emails were a little bit aggressive from a marketing perspective. And mm. so, I, so I understand some people didn't really like that because I, I don't really like to get those silly emails myself. But, but you know, um, it, <clears throat> I, just, uh, I just thought I'd, I'd listen to my coach and just try it. And so... I, I did get some emails from people who uh, who weren't very happy. They they either told me to fuck off, or they said, "Well, I'm unsubscribing from your list," or they just told me, "You know, your email is like really rude or offensive." Or anyway, I just wanted to mention it um, that uh, you know, if if you if you if you are my if you're listening to this and you are my list and you didn't like my email, then you know, uh, I'm I'm sorry for uh, the, the silly tone of the email. But, uh, you know, it was a good learning lesson. And I'm, I'm very happy that uh, a lot of people joined my Airbnb course because I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of opportunity uh, to, to improve, I think, for, for a lot of hosts. And I think the video course is, is one of the best ways that, uh, that I can help the hosts. So I'm very grateful for that. So if you, if you sign up for the course, thank you very much. Uh, feel, always feel free to, uh, to send me a message if you need any help. I'm always uh, happy to help. Because that's kind of my mission with this with this whole thing, anyway. So, with that, uh, I want to wrap up this episode of Get Paid for Your Pet. So, thanks for listening, and uh, I'll be back next week. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.